0: So, hopefully, this week is going to be the only week of podcasts without Joey. Yeah. It sounds like he's going to be coming home um, a lot. (laughs) Just from the last episode, (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous that we have things like this happen where we'll record at a decent time, like, one day, and so it's more than 24 hours that have passed since we last recorded and so mm-hmm. we'll we'll literally sit around and and we'll be doing other things, getting our normal daily lives going and something insane will happen and we're all just yeah. like, Really? Like, how are we even gonna So we're we're dealing with more drama with uh children related things, not being safe on the internet, whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Uh, it's just even worse than it's ever been. It's it's a lot. Oh, yeah. So we've been been dealing with that. So that's part of the reason that he's coming home, but also because it seems like they figured out uh, some kind of deal where instead of him doing, like, the trucking and everything all the time with them, he's going to be marketing for the company that dispatches us. Mm -hmm. So that's great because that's what he does. (laughs) But... um, It it gives the ability for him to be home and also still have other things that he's getting paid for. And also um, that means that every once in a while he's going to actually be flying up there and flying back. And yeah, I'm excited for that because he's like, yeah, no, he's gonna bring bring people every once in a while. There's no reason not to, and so we're, I'm excited about that yeah. because I have never been on a plane before. And literally, the it, we were, we talked over and over again about how like the first time I was gonna go on a plane was gonna be with him because that's the only way that I'm going to and not freak out. And then we started talking about going to California, um, in May, but it was it just didn't work out because we're broke. Yeah, <laughs> and uh. But it was just one of those things that I was like, oh, God, like I'm going to be going on a plane to California and I've, I've never been on a plane before. I'm so scared. But it's like not even that long of a flight. Um, but still, I just I I'm glad that this opportunity is now presenting itself because I would I'm I'm really I, I would like to be able to go places on planes and not freak out about it. So but yeah, so hopefully mm. if all goes well, um you guys have your, your episode from us today, episode with the girls again tomorrow, and then hopefully by Monday's episode, Joy will be back. There, There's no promises at all, because as yeah. you can obviously tell, we still can't get our camera to do what it's supposed to do. We have this really nice um, GoPro-esque camera. Uh, it's not a GoPro, but it's... It, it's supposed to be a really good camera we've seen reviews for it. watch the video from those you know from Mm -hmm. the camera itself he has recorded things before on said camera but for some reason the moment that I try to use it it just decides to give like absolute ass video um and there's so much noise in the color, and I don't understand what I did wrong. I thought originally it was, oh, it's too dark in the room, got it, whatever. Recorded, you know, when there's more daylight outside, and then I recorded it with more daylight outside, and it still didn't work. So, yeah, I just have to wait for Joey. But, uh, you know, everything's set up for us to be able to do it, um, to be able to upload videos I just need him to figure out what's wrong with the camera. I tried yeah. everything. I tried replacing the battery. I tried different SD card. I tried mm-hmm. like I tried everything. It just said, nah, I'm just going to not give you what you wanted. So I apologize. But again, <laughs> if he's home, hopefully that means that this weekend we'll be able to figure everything out. And by Monday, he'll be back. We'll have video going. And everything will start to actually go the way it was supposed to. Um Yeah so so yeah if you if you haven't been tuning in in the last week joey is currently out on the road um we've been you know having the girls and nikki fill in for him and i've been basically running the show here trying to keep everything afloat Mm -hmm. but i'm not the one that does all of the ins and outs of everything i make sure the podcast gets recorded and i edit the podcast and i make sure it gets uploaded but Joey was doing all of the um, all of the extra videos that we had going up and uh, making posts for it, editing down different segments. Lily's been making thumbnails mm-hmm. and like we've been all kind of working on everything. Like, he's been doing the website like everybody's everybody's yep. got a part in all of this. And so it was not just like all fallen on to one person. Joey just had the majority of it. Like, if we had on a 100% scale, Joey had like 75% of yeah. it. And then he had to leave. And it was so sudden, too, because like we said, trailer caught fire. So he's, yeah, he's been gone. But, ho- you know, it sounds like got another trailer, getting loads again. And they're going to get, you know, they got successfully got some loads. And like, hopefully, again, hopefully they'll be heading back if they're not already at the time that we're recording this so fingers crossed because I would really 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 like to be able to move forward with everything um if you're interested in anything outside of the podcast with us um definitely check out all of our social medias and everything because I it, and I'm my social medias aren't connected to the podcast but I definitely link the podcast on my social medias, my personal ones. Um, they're public. You could find them. Most of my things are just chocolate chip Kiki. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's just if you're interested in anything else, especially because on chocolate chip Kiki, I do live stream when we are recording these episodes. Um, so you get behind the scenes stuff. I won't be able to do it again, apparently until uh, just a little bit at uh, some point next week, because apparently without telling me I violated the community guidelines, they still did it. I put it in an appeal and they just, yeah. there's nothing, nothing at all. So it's not worth it to get upset over it. Cause it's only a week, but i still like, that's a strike on my account. And now I'm scared. Cause they won't even tell me what I did. They just, yeah. it literally was reason violated the community guidelines. Like that's so I could have done anything and you're just not going to tell me. Cool so yeah um but anyways with all of that hello good morning good afternoon good evening or good night or wherever you're listening and whenever you're listening welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm kiki and i'm nikki and we talk about everything stupid because everything is stupid all the time so we're gonna start with our national days um i funnily enough have one that's completely hilarious to talk about because today is national camera day so everything comes into focus on june 29th each year when we recognize national camera day The day commemorates photographs, the camera, and their invention. A camera is an irreplaceable tool used to record and replicate memories, events, and people slash places. Before the invention of the camera, the only resource to document a vision was a painting. Capturing an image of a person or place in a drawing took time and skill. Very few people can perfectly draw the likeness of someone, let alone capture the essence of an event. The power of a camera provided many with a simple, inexpensive, and fast solution. George Eastman, also known as the father of photography, brought the camera to the masses. While he did not invent the camera, he did develop many additions, including improving the use, ease, and production of the camera. His developments made the camera widely available to homes around the world. While the first cameras were large and bulky, each later design evolved until some cameras were as small as a pen. Today's digital cameras have many features and variations, making them appealing to people of all ages for personal and professional use. The portable and easy-to-use features not only allow us to take photos quickly, but we can also edit them on the fly. Smartphones with built-in cameras include features that allow us to share photos instantly, too. Taking photos has become so easy. According to Business Insider, in 2017, we took over 1.2 trillion digital photos. From a large boxy camera to one that fits in our pocket... Cameras have be- have come a long way. So to observe National Camera Day, whether photography is a hobby or your profession, celebrate the day by taking photos. Snap a picture of something or someone you enjoy and cherish the memory. But taking pictures isn't the only way to celebrate. Take a photography class. Teach someone how to, use it to-, how to take outstanding photos. Expand your photography st- skills by learning more about your camera. Try Or try a different style of photography or camera. And obviously, post your photos on social media using hashtag National Camera Day. So we're both photographers. We both have the same camera mm-hmm. different models. Um the I have I think it's it, uh I think I have the T6 and you have the T5. I think so. The Canon Rebels um I personally like those cameras a lot. I've had that I've had mine forever. <laughs> like when I got it it was like the best camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because my dad did photography. Like me, the entirety of me growing up he took photos for the family. Um there's one photo in particular that I love that's of me and I had this really cute uh, when it was still early two thousands so it was you know, so in style, like the velvet track suits. I had a purple mm-hmm. one. <laughs> and then I also had a matching velvet purple hat. Ooh. And so he took this this photo of me in the park and it was it was actually really cute because my hair was straightened and so I just mm. I really looked the part of early two thousands yeah. <laughs> so it was it was, it was adorable. And he has amazing photos of Isabel when she was a baby. I love him so much because it's also her in the park that same day. I remember that day. Um, and I we just we had fun. And I remember from that day forward, I was like, you know what? I would love to be a photographer just like my daddy. And so <laughs> the, I didn't give up that dream. I literally continued to talk about how I wanted a camera for, like, the next four years. And then they got me a very... Hot pink point and shoot camera, mm-hmm. and I was so happy. And then I got so mad because it couldn't take good photos because there was yeah. color in the noise, or there was noise in the color. color <laughs> and the <noise>. There was <laughs> noise in the color and noise in the lighting. Everything, nothing was clear. It didn't matter how much I focused on something, and so. Yeah. Um, I used it for school projects and for a bunch of things I, I did so much with it and I remember the re- the thing that finally sold my parents on okay I need to be a photographer is I had a school project in like the second grade and my I, I think it was my dad let me use his camera for it and I took this amazing photo of a goose at the park mm-hmm. and they were just like what and I got a picture of a squirrel I took beautiful photos of everything in that park and they were like okay <laughs> yeah I guess we'll, I guess we're gonna get you a camera and then yeah I remember being so mad. Mad. and then they got me my my canon and I love it I take photos all the time and then there are times where I'm like I want to take photos but I think the problem now is that like I enjoy I used to enjoy taking photos of of um of nature all the time and now I like taking photos of people so it's hard to be it's hard to enjoy it because the only people that i have around <laughs> to dress up and make you know models or yeah. the girls and lily's lily's getting there mm-hmm. i feel like in like another year she's probably she's gonna start asking me to take her photos for her she'd be like yeah. listen uh there's this thing going on blah blah blah. i want to post it on instagram please take my photos for me and i'm gonna go okay yeah <laughs> but until then i'm just like okay because i really i love photo shoots they're so fun I enjoy taking photos. It's it's a fun thing. Like, when we did the Valentine's Day photo shoot yeah. that, I, that I gave the photos to Amy, like, those, it was so fun doing those. <laughs> it was, I set up a sheet, and then I put a bunch of stuffies. I got them, you know, clothes to wear, did their hair. They were so excited, and then they had a, a blast. <laughs> and so it's like, I enjoy things like that, but... Mm-hmm. I yeah, I just thought it was funny that we have National Camera Day while we have a camera that's actively refusing to <laughs> do what it needs to do. <laughs> because while cameras are great, they also suck sometimes because there's so much that has gone into them that it's not as simple as setting something up, making it focus and then, you know, recording. Now yeah. there's a bunch of settings and things you have to take into account and putting all of the footage onto a computer to edit it and everything and all that is it's just so complicated. Part of it is frustrating because I know that I'm still trying to learn how to use his gosh darn Mac, mm-hmm. but it's just ugh. There's so there's so much, but yeah. You no, know, you also you also take photos. I don't actually know much about your extent of taking photos. I just remember I showed up and you're like, I also have a camera. <laughs> and I was like, oh cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. The only pictures that I, ever really took, I took with you. I remember taking pictures of you. I think we were at the park in California when we were still in high school. Hmm. I think I took your big camera and took pictures of you. I I don't know. Or it might have been on your I phone. I remember yet again laying on the ground <laughs> to take good pictures of you. Um, And then, yeah, you. Came back around and I took more pictures of you because (laughs) you're the only thing that I would ever take pictures of. Or, like, if we went somewhere and we happened to bring the camera, take, like, landscape pictures. Mm Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, it's just... It's hard. I enjoy photography, but I feel like it's so... The, the market is so overcrowded now mm-hmm. uh, that it's just not worth it trying to be a photographer for, for people yeah. in just where we are and all of that. I feel like, it, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will at some point. Maybe I'll just go, hey, yeah, somebody somebody, contact me. I'll take photos of your family. I'll do it for free. And if it looks good, I just want the permission to post it somewhere so that I can do it again. Because I took really cute 4th of July photos. Mm-hmm. I love overexposure photos with sparklers (laughs) i don't know why they're so fun to take especially because Mm -hmm. that was the day that i realized that despite feeling like i have shaky hands my lordy my hands can stay still when they (laughs) need to because those photos turned out amazing they were so perfect i didn't have a tripod with those photos but they they were great one of my favorite photos i've ever taken actually came from um it came from one of those hold on I'm gonna pull it up right now maybe I'll post it on our our Facebook because it's a really it is a really cute photo is of my uncle I Uh, wow (laughs) I'll pull it up on my phone then it was of my uncle and his girlfriend at the time I don't actually know if they're still together but um we were we were doing because you know fourth of july is always the same thing in california you Mm -hmm. get your (laughs) you get your your box of you know whatever fireworks you can have because everything is illegal out there and uh we had a really we had gotten a really big box that year because all of the family members uh pitched in and uh i think it was I think it was like the $500 box. Ooh. So we got the really good ones and we were all so excited about it, but we had one of them going off and they were sharing um, a box of sparklers because they were lighting the sparklers for all the kids. Cause all of my cousins were there mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, they didn't know I was taking photos and I took this photo of them and Aww. I wanted so badly to print it out and give it to them as like a, a gift, yeah. but I didn't think about it. I was just so excited that it turned out so well. I showed them immediately, <laughs> but I, I still think about that. I'm like, maybe I need to, maybe I need to just share this and print it out because it really is a good photo. So yeah, I'll definitely, yeah. I'll definitely make sure I post it on, um, on our Facebook, the podcast, Facebook, so you guys can see it. But anyways, that's enough talking about cameras (laughs) (laughs) and photos. (laughs) So
1: you've got a National Day that you're excited about. It's a lot shorter than yours was. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's National Bomb Pop Day. The last Thursday in June is reserved for enjoying a summertime favorite on National Bomb Pop Day. Its rocket shape and vivid colors remind us of fireworks. Patriotic and frozen into the shape of a star ready to rocket across the sky, the Bomb Pop came to fruition during the cold war invented in 1955 in kansas city missouri bomb pops are also known as the red white and blue frozen treat having one of these icy sweets is a terrific way to kick off the upcoming fourth of july celebrations in your community not only are these perfect for cooling off on a hot summer's day but bomb pops also satisfy a sweet tooth too so to observe national bomb pop day share your memories of this sweet frozen treat induce whoa introduce (laughs) it to someone new, indulge in a cool surprise and enjoy a bomb pop. You can also take a selfie you post on social media, bring bomb pops to work to share, or host a small summer pool party with bomb pops for a little extra trill. Sh- sh- ch- chill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that this is the funniest debate that we have, is that I do not care for the original flavor. My favorite one is the watermelon one, and you hate the watermelon one because you hate the candy seeds, but I love the candy
1: seeds. I mean, like, I like the taste of it, but I can't stand – It's so I, good. like, forg- every single time I, like, forget <laughs> that they're there, and it's the unexpected <laughs> texture that just – so, I hate it. I love it so much, but, I
0: again, texture-based eater, it just – it's, like, it's heaven. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about the way that those candy seeds – the way their texture but it's like the best thing ever in the world to be because I I also everybody's gonna hate this I bite my popsicles I cannot stand not biting my popsicles like I but I also realize that it comes from the fact that I'm impatient when I eat Mm -hmm. and I it's just come from growing up with you know five siblings all the time is that if i didn't eat quickly all the food would be gone so i'm used to rushing when i eat and so it's always been like that with popsicles because we always had popsicles in the house like that was like if there's one thing from my childhood that we was consistent no matter how old i got as soon as it started getting warm outside we had popsicles in the house all Mm -hmm. the time it didn't matter what they were it didn't matter if it was um It didn't matter if it was Bomb Pops, it didn't matter if it was the Monster Pops, it didn't matter if it was those little double stick popsicles, even single ones that were from the Popsicle brand popsicles, we didn't get those often though, because those were kind of ass, but, (laughs) um, and then the, um, oh gosh, Uh, we had Icy Popsicles at one point, which those things I still think are like, top tier because they were so good the texture of those was amazing and mm. they, they were the the cherry and the blue raspberry and they came in like the little cones and you push them up and they were so good they turned your mouth horrendous colors but they were <laughs> so good and i still i think i saw them what was that at like a dollar general and i was just oh, like oh probably. my god those are what i was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i was so excited because i haven't seen them since yeah. uh, but i think the reason i haven't seen them is because i'm pretty sure we got them from like a sam's club or a costco and we don't have that out here right so, uh, it makes me sad because they they definitely don't have them at the at the grocery store. But no, I I don't know. We we didn't ever have bomb pops in the house. Like we didn't buy them. I yeah. always got bomb pops from the ice cream truck. That was the only yeah. thing I ever got at the ice cream. You truck. would get the
1: watermelon one, yep. and I would get the warheads one.
0: Yeah, that was I the other one. You like. I still
1: love those. I love the warheads one. <sighs> I, I just, just
0: like, feel like I'm biased because the watermelon one was the first one that I tried, and it was my favorite right off the bat, that I've, ta- like, every time that I've tasted another one, I'm like, it, I feel like yeah. it's just going to make me one. I just, I just like
1: sour candies. That's true. Yeah. No.
0: I, and I also, you were reading it, too, and I was like, I've never thought about the fact that it's star-shaped ever in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a star-shaped treat, for, you will know, mind you, of fireworks. So it's like, I
1: never thought about that red white and blue yeah that's that's about it that's That's all i
0: got (laughs) it's called a bomb pop i'm sure that if we look at the wrapper it's probably got something reminiscence to fireworks on it too. we're just gonna feel stupid but i've never made that connection in my
1: head not once but we me and my family we've never been a big uh popsicle household we always had i i know i would always get popsicles at the um At the ice cream trucks, when we mm-hmm. wouldn't have the ice cream truck come around, but we were we were big otter pop house. We,
0: we did have Otter Pops. Otter Pops were more when I was younger until they brought around Monster Pops and they realized they could never go back <laughs> because Monster Pops are superior. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're big. They're called Monster Pops for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what flavor it is. All of those flavors are good. They're always orange or yeah. red and yellow. And whatever that is, whatever combination that is, it doesn't matter which one. I think it was like a mango pineapple. It was like a strawberry mango. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Every yeah. single flavor. It's so And they've so got good. such a nice
1: texture to they them, They do. Too.
0: They're like slushy popsicles. It's yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I Bomb Pops those are Those ones great. I can bite because they're so soft. Uh,
0: but I feel like Bomb Pops are softer. Bomb Pops, okay. Bomb no, Pops they are, are more like frozen yogurt texture, I yeah. feel like. And uh Monster Pops are, are more like popsicles.
1: Like those regular uh like you said the popsicle pop popsicles, the popsicle brand okay. popsicles. <laughs> Popsicle popsicles. (laughs) Popsicle (laughs) brand popsicles. I don't like biting those because they're like icy. Yeah, I can accept that they
0: they definitely have a weirder texture. Yeah, and that's also why I can't make popsicles at home because every th- the way that that popsicles that you buy are made half the time it is in a slushy form mm-hmm. that they do that, and so it's just yeah. The although I have I we, we probably could because now we have an ice cream maker and the sorbet is that's that texture. True. We'll have to try that. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, I. I just, I love popsicles. And popsicles are so much better for you than ice cream, which is one of those things that kind of sucks because it's like mm-hmm. sometimes I genuinely just want ice cream, but my lordy, it's so bad for you. Yeah. Popsicles, I can have, like, especially, oh gosh, what is the outshine popsicles? Mm-hmm. those ones i feel every time i have them like it's so sweet though but they're like 80 calories a popsicle yeah so it's like i can have two of these for dessert and it'll equal like one scoop of ice cream on an, yeah. and i'm like that's so disrespectful i will stick with popsicles especially since outshine came out with the mango tagine ones mm-hmm. dude they're so good i but i just i'm biased because i like mangonadas <laughs> yeah. but their watermelon ones are good um Lily loves their coconut ones and their lime ones yeah like she goes crazy and feral for those and then Tabby just likes popsicles period although Tabby likes otter pops more than anything else she always gets otter pops when she has the opportunity so I don't know what's up with that yeah it's a little weird (laughs) but hey it's again better than ice cream yeah so yeah no All of that from from talking about Bomb Pops. Bomb Pops bring back fond memories. Yes. (laughs) Because we always, it it was literally all the time. We had two options after school, in high school. It was to go to the little Mexican stand and get one of the slushies. Or it was to go to the ice cream truck that was always parked like around the corner and get it from there. We had two ice cream trucks in Elk Grove that I remember. There was the green one. And mm-hmm. he was super nice. And I knew where he lived because he parked it in front of his house yeah. all the time. And so we would pass it. Like, oh, my God. That's where the ice cream truck man lives. And then the white one that, I've, that played the music with the beat in it. Yeah. Dude, I was <laughs> I thought that was so cool. He had bass and, like, an actual beat in his ice cream. saw. So it was so good. Yeah. You, everybody knew when he was coming around. And it was great. But anyways, yeah. Bomb pops all the time. It's the only thing I got from ice cream trucks. So the watermelon bomb pop. I think I deviated once, and I was so disappointed in myself because I was just like,
1: I just want a bomb pop now. The only other thing that I ever got from the ice cream truck was this, sp- the SpongeBob popsicle. <laughs> Those
0: things are always cursed. This, was SpongeBob, they- they Sonic, are. and Powerpuff Girls are the ones that I yeah. vividly remember. <laughs> they were, they were traumatizing. Anyways. <laughs> Moving on, our third National Day, it is National Waffle Iron Day. So waffle lovers finally have their day of recognition to make Amy happy on June 29th (laughs) as they celebrate National Waffle Iron Day. Some people enjoy their waffles plain with syrup, but we like ours topped with berries, whipped cream, berries and whipped cream, too. Who knew a simple machine could make such a big impact on our lives? The waffle iron is usually two honeycomb honeycomb-patterned metal plates hinged together. A, per- a person pours or places the batter between the heated plates and then closes it to bake the waffle. Other patterns waffle off and other patterns waffle off and on the market. I don't I, I'm sure that makes sense, but I'm tired. Uh, reflecting pop culture so we can make waffles shaped into famous animated characters and iconic logos. Waffle irons got their start in the 14th century in the Low Countries. Even the earliest designs that were used over an open fire would have elaborate designs such as coats of arms and religious symbols. To waffle means to waver between decisions. Similar words with this meaning include flip-flop or yo-yo, which also have national days on the calendar.
1: That Uh, makes it make sense. mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) The first patent in the USA for a waffle iron was 1869, submitted by Cornelius Sworthout. Sworthout? That's a name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Eleven. General Electric produced a prototype electric waffle iron. The first electric waffle iron was available to the general public in 1918. It took it took you guys seven years to, to make it work. I guess this is. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Electricity was still iffy at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Nike co-founder Nike co-founder Bill Bowerman, an organ track coach at the time, used his wife's waffle iron to create a sole for footwear. That would be lightweight but also grip of service? What? The design would soon be called the Moon Shoe in 1972 and the Waffle Trainer in 1974. His Waffle Iron Shoe helped spur the growth of Blue Ribbon Sports and Nike. What? I feel like I need more content. It doesn't make any sense. How did he make a soul for? a shoe with his wife's waffle iron did she eat that uh, waffles out of that waffle iron after that did you poison her because something tells me that you cannot possibly put the things to make a sole for f- footwear in a waffle iron and not have some adverse side effects to I'm eat sure in that well <laughs> waffle iron makers today offer a large variety of choices from waffle irons that make very thin waffles to so those that can make waffle cones so to observe National Waf- Waffle Iron Day, break out your waffle iron and give it a good workout. Share your recipes for your favorite waffles, too. I don't think we have, like, a favorite recipe. We just pull up whatever's there, whatever yeah. pops up first. Tell Lily to make
1: waffles. Yeah.
0: well, Lily to make waffles or pancakes. Yeah. But uh, I think it's funny because um, I always am disappointed every time that I have waffles or pancakes because I feel mm. like the childhood, like, Glamour about, you know, having something sweet for breakfast is gone, and now I just regret it Mm. if I do eat it. It's, like, it's first thing in the morning. Like, it's 7 in the morning. I just woke (laughs) up, and you're telling me that I just overloaded my body with this sugary dessert for breakfast. Like, uh, it's just... I'll go, oh, man, waffles sound so good. But now, to me, now waffles and pancakes are like more of a dessert item. I'd rather do them up after I've had food as a dessert mm. than eat it for breakfast. I think the only thing that's like super sweet that I still go, oh, my God, breakfast item is French toast. Yeah. Because French toast is still French less. Is it's so less good. sweet. It's significantly less sweet because it's a regular loaf of bread that you put in a batter and then you Mm -hmm. still cook that and so it's just not it's not anywhere near as sweet and then you put a little bit of a little bit of cream a little bit of syrup butter and it's just amazing Mm -hmm. so but waffles yeah waffles are more of a dessert now to me i'd rather put a bunch of fruit whipped cream and syrup on that as a dessert than as breakfast i get that (laughs) and i also do have to point out that (laughs) despite how the um Oh gosh! Despite how the stereotype claims that black people love chicken waffles, I despise the idea of it. I refuse to try it. I do not like the idea of savory waffles. My brain refuses. I like can't sweet chicken. (laughs) Yeah, I just ugh. I can't. I because the problem it bugs me because yeah, you're telling me you're taking fried chicken and you're putting it on a waffle and then you're putting syrup. Mm-hmm. on that and i'm supposed to eat it together i just i don't know i'm sure at some point in my life i will have it and i'll go oh i don't know what was wrong with me how could i have said that but yeah uh, still right now i remember when it first became a big craze and everybody yeah. was going crazy for it and i was like absolutely not <laughs> i will never have that in my life and so yeah i i don't get it but the other thing that that i do laugh about is like people have such strong opinions on like Having regular waffles or like Belgian waffles, and I don't get it. Yeah. I have to, it's a waffle's a waffle to me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's maybe I've just not had enough waffles made by like a restaurant to be able to tell the difference, but I, I can't. Yeah. We have two different waffle irons at home one that's supposed to make Belgian, Belgian waffles, and one that's supposed to make regular waffles, and they it's the same thing. I don't get it. You, d- I feel like the, the point of a Belgian waffle is that it's not supposed to be crispy. Or maybe it's the opposite and it's the one that's supposed to be crispy. Either way, both waffles have the capability of making it crispy mm-hmm. or being soft the entire way through. And I don't understand. But yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite way to have
1: waffles? Just straight butter, butter and, syrup. and syrup. It's got to be the butter flavored syrup, though. See, I, I feel
0: like I, it depends on my mood. Because I grew Oh, man, I'm going to call myself out so hard Uh-oh. and my mom out so hard. So everybody loves Eggo waffles. We had – I again, I've said it so many times I'll continue to say it. It is a miracle that my siblings and I do not have diabetes <laughs> because we when it came to breakfast, there was nothing that we ate that wasn't just sugar, sugar, and more sugar. And we loved eggo waffles, and mm-hmm. we started getting to the point where we had had them so often. We always had the blueberry ones. We didn't like chocolate chip ones, didn't like the homestyle ones. It was just boring. Didn't like buttermilk. Boring. Get that out of here. Had to be blueberry. I don't know – what uh, we had them so often, and I remember my mom. This is where like I love her so much, but she needed to be a lot more specific with us and have conversations with about us or with us about how certain things that we enjoy eating, we shouldn't have it all of the time. My mom showed us cinnamon sugar rice. I've since showed it to you. Yep. It's amazing. You have that like once a year, like you do not <laughs> indulge in cinnamon sugar rice more than once a year, otherwise you're just your body's going to be so mad at you. Another one that my mom showed us or showed me, and then I showed my siblings, and it just went downhill after that was that she likes every once in a while to make herself an egg waffle, mm-hmm. put like a bunch of butter on it, let that butter melt, and then sprinkle some sugar on it, and just have it like that, just a little butter sugary mm-hmm. blueberry waffle and me and my siblings. Being mm-hmm. the sugar crazed children that we were, said, "Oh, we can put sugar on our waffles instead of Ugh. syrup." It started with a a, a little heavy handed sprinkle, and I was like, "This is cool. This is great." Mm-hmm. Me being a texture based eater, I love. This is how I'm amazed I never ate sand growing up. I mm. love the texture of sugar. Yeah. So it just kept getting worse. Every time I would make it, I would put more sugar than the last time until it got to the point that I had a legitimate mound of sugar on my Eggo waffle (sighs) and I was eating it. Sugar was spilling everywhere and I was eating it. And then Malia had the great idea of going, oh, my God, they're so good this way. Why don't we put sugar on them? and then put syrup oh on gosh. top of that. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that, I'm going to be honest. Did not, did not enjoy the syrup-sugar mixture combo thing we had going on. Malia loved it. Donovan yeah. loved it. Isabel just didn't really care for Eggo waffles ever, but mm. I I stuck with it. I ate sugary Eggo waffles so many times I literally cannot stress enough how it is a miracle that we did not get diabetes because we would turn we would have that for breakfast and also turn around and have a cup of orange juice which was always Sunny D and then Um. add sugar to it because Sunny D was too tangy for our likeness and so we would have sugary waffles that were covered in sugar and then turn around and have a cup of Sunny D that was full of sugar to make it sweeter and then for lunch go oh well I'm not really hungry for lunch food can I just have breakfast for lunch and then have french toast sticks for lunch with more syrup and then go oh man what do I want for dinner well let me heat up a burrito those frozen burritos or frozen chimichangos or frozen taquitos Mm -hmm. dude my I I don't understand how I don't have some horrid disease cancer diabetes (laughs) how I'm not just dead (laughs) because (laughs) we did so many bad things with food growing up it's it's so bad that like every once in a while like my brain will remember that i've done those things and then mm-hmm. i just like shudder because i'm like oh my god like the amount of times that i ate those things and now yeah like just the thought of like putting anything more than like a half a tablespoon of sugar on an eggo waffle is just like that how could you how could you eat that it's i would had mouthfuls of sugar I had sugar with a side of waffle for breakfast and my mom <laughs> didn't stop us. Yeah. I mean, she yelled at us a couple of times cuz she was like, "Oh my god, you're wasting sugar." <laughs> Not, "Oh my god, you're going to kill yourself." I don't know if it was because she was like scared of like giving us something, I don't know. I just I just remember I that if if she did, it didn't stick. It didn't at all because we continued to do that yeah. for so long. And we didn't just like have one waffle. We would have like Three, because one was never enough. Two was like, eh, but I'm still hungry. So mm-hmm. three of them. Oh, my God. Like, I'd be scared to go find an Eggo box and see how much, like, how many calories are in one Ooh. waffle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because,
0: yeah, it's, again, oh, amazing. I,
1: I didn't do anything like that with with my Eggos. <laughs> but Good. uh, when, when I, bleh, I know that when I would have Eggos when I was little, that I, my favorite thing to do. Was to get chocolate chips, mm-hmm. and I would put them in the. Squ- I put one chocolate chip in each square of okay. the ego in like a checkerboard pattern, and then put syrup on it, and I would eat it like that.
0: And that's still that's like that's a normal thing. Chocolate chips with yeah. cream,
1: strawberries, like putting those on top of your waffles is normal. I <laughs> Not did a half a cup. Of I sugar did put a buttload of sugar on my Cheerios, though.
0: Well, didn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Everybody's parents at some point said, yeah, regular Cheerios, regular Chex, mm-hmm. regular uh, cornflakes. Yeah, those are all boring. They're not sweet. You know, you could sprinkle some sugar. And then kids yeah. went, sugar in my cereal? Uh-huh. And then dumped a cup of sugar in their cereal because the texture was a big part of it. The fact that it made yeah. the milk sweet so you could drink it afterwards and go, oh, my God, I just had like a milkshake. Like, it's so good. And yeah and we did that I didn't do that as much though because we never really had plain cereals in the house but that's part of, probably part of the reason why because yeah. yeah we would run out of sugar in a week if we had Ooh. like rice checks in the house because that's like was our favorite thing to eat it was it was bad and then don't... you would have like the sugar clumps at the bottom and oh, you would yeah. think
1: like oh man this is so good it's So yeah, you so for just eating me. straight up spoonfuls of sugar but with like a little bit of milk yeah. <laughs> It was milk flavored sugar. Because you wouldn't go eating spoonfuls of sugar. Yeah. But, but if 'cause like if cause it was in different. the milk. It's soggy in the <laughs> yes. milk. It's it tastes like milk. It's just sweet milk, right?
0: Yeah. Which is honestly probably why we like corchata so much. Because it's it's sweet, it's sweet milk. Rice milk. <laughs> with some cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so that's our national days for the day. Um we're gonna move on. It is Thursday, so that means unpopular opinions. So I've got some lined up here. Um and right off the bat, I'm going to hit you with a Oof. a doozy. A uh, very very um I I'm offended. Uh-oh. Smash burgers suck compared no! to a regular burger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't get the fat. Just give me a good a uh, quarter pound patty that's thin enough to stack some lettuce, tomatoes, onions, cheese, and bacon on top and still fit in my mouth. Smash burgers are like the other end of the spectrum from the patties that are so tall you have to lay it sideways and, and use utensils. Fuck both of those formats for a burger. I just, I don't I, get it. I don't understand. I, I understand because they're two different things to me. Yeah. That's what I don't get. Because like a smash burger is, I, you have a smash burger for the sake of the simplicity and it being that more charred more overdone thinly you know thin layer of meat Mm -hmm. with a couple of toppings because you're having it for that char flavor yeah and then we love it because joey makes the caramelized cheese onions and mushrooms and that's just so good it's the perfect topping for something like that don't put anything else Mm -hmm. on a smash burger maybe if i'm feeling a little quirky some chick fil a sauce because it adds to that caramelization flavor but that's it That's all I want. If there's a difference between wanting a smash burger, if I want a burger, that's when I'm like, ooh, tomatoes, onion, lettuce, cheese.
1: Like that's what. That's when I want just a regular burger. So I, I don't know. I feel like (sighs) I I know that it wasn't the focus of the post, but uh, it it was like a double unpopular opinion Mm -hmm. because to have the audacity to say (laughs) that you would love a burger that can easily fit in your mouth, it's like disrespectful. That's because that's what a smash burger. (laughs)
0: And a burger is supposed to be, you're supposed to have to squish and stretch your mouth to eat a burger. And
1: those are always
0: the best ones. Oh, yeah. When you They're take a so bite messy. and it's so sloppy and you're spilling juices and sauces mm-hmm. and toppings everywhere. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I, what a sad life you must live <laughs> <laughs> to think that smash burgers suck. Why are you comparing them? Smash burgers and burgers are two yeah. different things in my world. So, whatever. I'm <laughs> curious to know what you think about this one frozen yogurt is better than ice cream Ooh. in the title the yogurt part of froyo has a distinct enjoyable flavor along with its actual flavor you're not just having mango flavor it's mango and yogurt chocolate ice cream just tastes like nothing beyond the chocolate hmm. which i can understand i personally it depends yeah it depends what i'm wanting because like i like root beer floats i'm never going to enjoy frozen yogurt for root beer floats i've tried I, I had that big tub. I still do uh, yeah. frozen yogurt for the sake of making smoothies, which is like perfect yeah. for smoothies. It, that is adds a layer that's like perfect for smoothies. Mm-hmm. Better so than ice cream because ice cream just makes it a milkshake. Yeah, Like it's just not the same. But yeah, frozen yogurt for smoothies, amazing. Frozen yogurt for eating. If I want a fruity flavored ice cream, frozen yogurt 10 times better to me than ice cream mm-hmm. that's a fruity flavor. Like I couldn't. Well, I can't stand strawberry ice cream at all. I, get I that. Did despise it. But you give me strawberry frozen yogurt and I think it's good. Yeah. So it's just it, I, I think it's weird because for the longest time growing up, I didn't think there was much of a difference until I had my whole lactose intolerance stuff start happening. And I was mm-hmm. only getting frozen yogurt every time we went to Top's Yogurt. And then I was like, you well, know what? Yeah, I miss, <laughs> I miss going to places like that so bad. I'm so mad our frozen yogurt place is yeah. shut down. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, I would every time I would go, They, especially when they had, like, it was the, the Mango Dole Whip,
1: mm-hmm. my favorite
0: flavor. Mango Dole Whip and the Pineapple Dole Whip, there's nothing that compares. You cannot give me mango ice cream and have me feel yeah. the same about it. It's not the same by any stretch of the imagination. And pineapple ice cream, I, ugh. like, pineapple, um, pineapple sherbet exists. Mm-hmm.
1: I've seen I that. I really never like it. I never had it.
0: Especially because like every single one I've come across has chunks of pineapple in it. And it's mm. so, it, it throws <laughs> you off <laughs> because I, pineapple's I not exactly a great texture to have in store bought ice cream because it's not soft serve. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I did not appreciate
1: that, but yeah, frozen yogurt. It just, it just depends. Yeah. For I couldn't flavor. It, it, perfect. I couldn't say if it's better one way or the other. Cause it does depend there's some flavors that I like a lot better in frozen yogurt than I do in ice cream like I'm not gonna if if someone brought me a tub of that butter crunch but Ugh. with frozen yogurt I don't know if I would go for that because that yeah. that's like funky but I butter crunch those... ice cream is good yeah
0: oh yeah <laughs> that's, I'm mad at you for introducing me to it because now it's just it's always on my mind yeah it is very tasty so anyways next (laughs) this one's weird i'm concerned for op okay it's titled i love sneezing oh (laughs) shit gets me high as fuck and for a moment nothing else exists my eyes roll into the back of my head, and I get a split second of euphoria. If I could be allergic to something that made me sneeze all the time, I'd carry it around in my pocket. Maybe for, some, or maybe for people who have to blow their nose every time they sneeze, is different, but for me, it's a moment of
1: bliss. This sounds like a kink.
0: That's what I was thinking <laughs> when I read it the
1: first time. <laughs> I, it, it, that's, that's different. That's new. Never heard that one. Never. Not, <laughs> not once. Not, not.
0: I can understand. See, okay, this is the problem. If OP came at us being like, you know, when you just like have that feeling all day and your nose and da da da, and you get that one sneeze that just hits different, and you're just sitting there like, oh my god, thank god, mm-hmm. oh my god, it finally happened. Oh yes, like yes, that yeah, euphoric. Uh, there's nothing that compares to that. But just to enjoy sneezing, dude. I think no, the it's, days, if anybody remembers the podcast that it was like, I wasn't, um, I, I didn't, I didn't do the podcast. It was like before the thought of anybody else being on the podcast was even a thing. And for like, out of nowhere had, uh, I think it was Lily or maybe it was you. I don't know. Somebody else came on the podcast and he said, Joey said it was because I had allergies is because I could not stop sneezing. Every every two minutes, I was sneezing. And not just once. I would sneeze, like, seven, eight times. Oof. And I'm not the kind of person that, like, some people sneeze, like, just over and over and over and over again, and then it's done. Like, mm-hmm. I'll sneeze once, twice, and people say, bless you. And I'm like, cool, stop, because it's not going to stop. I can feel it, and then it'll be 30 seconds, and then I'll sneeze again, and then it'll be another 15 seconds, and I'll sneeze again and again. And there'll be another minute. And then I'll sneeze again. And I'm like, I just... I want to do whatever I'm trying to do. And because if you're sneezing, it's not like it's not like when your nose is running. Because then you're like, oh, man. Like, I could just lay on my back and be on yeah. my phone. And I'll just wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> sneezing, I literally can't do anything. If I keep sneezing, I yeah. lose my focus. I can't do... I, I can't do anything. So, it... I hate sneezing. Especially when it's, it has to do with allergies. If I'm mm-hmm. sick, it's different. Because it's still... It, it's the itchiness. It, if it's if yeah. there's an itch in my nose and I am sneezing because of that itch and it's not going away, I get so upset. Mm-hmm. If I'm sick and I, it's gross, but if I'm actually sneezing things out of my nose, it feels better because yeah. it feels like it's actually doing what it's supposed to do. But allergies, it never works. Yeah. I don't sneeze and then my nose goes, oh, cool, you got it out. Nope. I just, my nose is just irritated, so it's mm-hmm. going to keep happening. So I don't – I really – I it kind of angers me that op is just like yeah if i could have something that i'm allergic to i'd carry it around all day i'm like why yeah you don't want to live this life i promise you spring yeah. rolls around and
1: i am a mess that is <laughs> it's awful it's definitely weird but i think it's i think it's mostly the way that op went around or went about talking about it because if if it was just like you know i don't hate sneezing because sometimes it does feel nice, and there's that moment of relief, like, yeah, mm. that you're absolutely right, but to come at me aggressively and say that you love sneezing <laughs> it's it's a
0: little weird, yeah, I yeah, like you said, definitely never heard that one before, yeah, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: good for you, I guess, uh you go girl, <laughs> just keep that away from me. <laughs> Okay, moving on. This one I agree with tenfold, and I've been saying this for years, and I still can't believe it's an unpopular opinion. Just because your outfit is crazy, bold, and outlandish doesn't make it fashionable. In my opinion, just wearing crazy and outlandish clothes doesn't automatically make someone fashionable. Personal style is subjective, and everyone should feel free to wear whatever they like. But personally, I find that outfits that have a sense of coherence and harmony tend to catch my eye. These days, it seems like some people are all about putting together the wildest and most unconventional outfits. They get a lot of attention and admiration for it. But to be honest, I struggle to appreciate that approach. It often looks like they just grabbed random items from different wardrobes without considering how they go together. I get that fashion is a way to express yourself, and I respect that. Clothes can definitely reflect your personality. However, I believe that true fashion goes beyond personal expression. It's about creating visually appealing and well-put-together looks. Some might call my taste boring, but I think that clothes that are coordinated and complement each other look more stylish. It's not just about expressing yourself. It's about looking good, too. I, I agree. You had me in the first half. Um, yeah. I. It bugs me so much, it, it, as always. Hello, Sky. What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. Our oh. dog just came up hello. to say hello. She was just vibing on the couch, and now she's here. Hello Sky. Anyways, um <laughs> <laughs> Uh she she apparently agrees with this. That's why she came over. She mm. got she got bone to pick with, with fashion. <laughs> it's cause you put her in that witch costume for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> she hated that thing. Oh my god, she hated that thing. Oh, she wants so you much. to oh, high. I'm sorry. I wasn't petting her. Now she wants pets from me. Um but yeah, I I have definitely I, I've definitely seen my fair share of wacky outfits. I feel mm-hmm. like the problem, the problem that I have is that growing up, I remember watching the hunger games movies mm-hmm. and being like, wow, all the Capitol outfits are like, <laughs> like who would yeah. wear that? And honestly, at the time, my brain really like put together the, like the connection that all of the, all of the people that were in the Capitol just looked like lady Gaga. It's so, like everything mm. they wear is something that I can see her wearing. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all it was. Loved that. Iconic. Lady <laughs> Gaga is iconic. Yeah. But, like, that's the only way to do it in my eyes. People just, they wear the weirdest things. Yeah, <laughs> I see that and I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah. it really is giving that I just walked into some designer store and picked out 15 things and somehow put them together in one outfit yes I have three shirts on it's cool though it works it's like no no three separate patterns in three colors that don't complement each other yeah some pants that you thought looked great with their thousands of pockets some chains here and there and I guess some butterfly embroidery and then your shoes why are they like two different shoes like what are we like I feel like that's become like that's it, normal yeah. to see that now and i'm like what why what is for what what do we <laughs> i don't think it's boring to have a i guess basic style i think yeah like goth looks are great having the 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 maximalist looks are mm-hmm. great having even just when everybody sat down and dressed the exact same way and when the pandemic hit and everybody was in, um, was going out wearing the pastels and blacks and was wearing Mm -hmm. all of the, the emo rave and anything like that became like, it was a thing again. Everybody was wearing their petticoats outside of their skirts and all that, like that stuff was like that. It was an organized chaos that worked. But I feel like the problem with like the mainstream fashion is that it's never chaos that works. It's just chaos, yeah. and I feel like it hurts my eyes to look at it because it's it never it just never works to me, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I've never liked it. The moment that I saw, like, because it, it there wasn't a whole lot of like streaming when I was growing up, like social media didn't have all of these brands posting like their their fashion walks and stuff. Yeah, but now they do, and like people you know sit there and they they make reaction videos to like you know. I don't know any fashion things. Louis Vuitton will put out a a line and they have their little runway show and the people will will react to it and everything. I see those things and I'm like, what, what is, what are these models wearing? Like I could never be a model Mm -hmm. because I could, I would refuse to wear so many things because I don't want to go out there looking like whatever (laughs) they end up looking like. I could look up right now, like just fashion show outfits and the amount of things that I would go, what is that? Yeah. (laughs) Would be amazing and like that's just normal mm-hmm. and it's it's fashion and i'm like no no that's you had an idea because you looked at a fishbowl and said i want to wear that and then made it into yeah. an outfit for some reason and then everybody goes collectively that's cool i'm gonna do that and i don't get that i yeah. don't t-shirts are basic they could be styled a million one ways mm-hmm. You figure out how to do that. That's great. I, I personally am starting to become less and less of a fan of jeans and I want my own pair of beautiful dark green cargo tan whatever pants with all the pockets and be able to put chains on it because mm. I think they look really pretty and I just I don't have any and I every time we go literally anywhere I never see them. So I don't know where people are getting these. I want one. Somebody please tell me where you're getting them from because (laughs) I literally want like seven pairs. I want a dark blue pair. I want a light blue pair. I want a pair that looks like they're made of denim, but they're not. I want a a dark tan pair. I want a brown pair. I want a dark green pair. Like I want, I literally, I want a pair in all of the colors that will match all the things that I wear. And I want more shirts that have more like style to them because I feel like I own a lot of Mm t-shirts and that's what I've started to realize is what bugs me the most about my wardrobe is that I feel like everything that I enjoy, I never get those things whenever we go shopping anywhere because I'm like, oh, man, well, when would I actually wear that? And now I'm like, oh, my God, I would totally wear that. (laughs) And I see literally just normal people walking around, and I'm like, where did you get that top? And I know the answer is the mall because that's the only place you see things like that. And it just, I don't know, it makes me sad. But I, I think that simple, overly styled tops and different pants are what make fashion like it it looks mm-hmm. good together outlandish colors it's just i don't know i'm not a fan if mm-hmm. if you're wearing like I, again i feel like it's a specific style and if you're not pulling off that style it doesn't look right mm-hmm. because people that like to me and I, this could be so like i'm probably gonna offend people it, i call it like in my head it's an la style There's like three different people that walk around LA. The people that are walking around wearing stuff from a a runway show, the people that are wearing the brightest colors in existence, but they work and they're always cut into weird modern shapes and things Mm -hmm. on their shirts and pants and everything, bright shoes. They've got big old bright sunglasses on. Like, that's there's that. And then there's the people that are the Y2K style. Yeah. That's that's LA to me. It's yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that it looks different. But that's how everybody that lives in LA looks like that in my head. <laughs> so yeah. I like, but that, like, that's the only way to do that right. Mm-hmm. Anything outside of that, if you're wearing a bright orange and you're not in a Y2K style, I, I'm sorry. it I can't get behind it, but yeah. I have such strong opinions about things like that just because I don't, I don't know. I just don't agree with it. I grew up in California. So I feel like I grew up around enough of those things to go, Hmm. i'm not vibing with that but again i don't know it it, fashion is completely subjective but i just i don't know if you're coming at me dressed as a high heel shoe not because you're wearing like you're dressed as one i i'm sorry i'm not gonna tell you that that's fashion you're telling me you woke up and said man grass looks really cool and then made an outfit out of it not vibing with that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't can't get behind that but I I feel like we're just we're we're stuck in a position right now where we're trying to decide if we want to modernize things and keep heading in a different direction with fashion or if we want to go back to the 80s because that's the only two things going on right now besides mm-hmm. the the small group of people that is still stuck in 2020 yeah. That's it that's all I see now is mm-hmm. we're gonna modernize everything everything's gonna look different now or we're stuck in the 80s or it, I just it stuck in 2020 with all of the the maximalist yeah. pastels and goth things were just everybody wore it. And that's when everybody cut. That's when everybody cut their hair. Everybody learned how to do makeup and everybody said, "Ah, I got you." Yep. And chose one color for an accent, and everything else was black, or they went full pastels and black. And honestly, I love it. I, mm-hmm. Women are beautiful. I'm going to I can't – women are so pretty, and I love every time that something like that pops up. I'm like, oh, man, I, I wish I could pull that off because I can't. I, I personally cannot. I don't think that it looks good on me just because I don't think that I look good in skirts. It's just my mm. body shape is weird. I feel like I look better in pants, and I look better in low-rise pants. And again, mm. <laughs> I just – I just want can we there's my there's my unpopular opinion I've talked about it before but it wasn't with you why is everything high-waisted can we please can I please have a normal pair of pants just just <laughs> please you go to any mainstream place everything at Burke's is mm-hmm. high-rise yep. everything at Walmart is high-rise everything at um when, when JC Penny was still out here, was high-rise. Everything yeah. at Bell's was high-rise. There was nowhere out here to get low-rise or even just mid-rise <laughs> jeans. Mm-hmm. Everything is high-waisted. Cavenders, all of their pants are high-waisted. I don't understand it. I feel like the cowboy, cowgirl style looks better with low-rise jeans because you've got a yeah. girl with a nice, beautiful tie top and low-rise jeans and her cowgirl boots on. Oh, my God. I could not be gayer for a girl like that but everything's high rise yeah and i don't i just i don't understand i don't get it i hate it so much (laughs) i've
1: honestly i don't think i have ever worn low-rise jeans really yeah
0: i had them when i was growing up and then i i don't know the high-rise craze took over and everything at old navy changed into high-rise jeans and that was it Always had high rise after so, that. And I, I didn't know. realize that's what it was that was that I didn't realize that's what I didn't like about jeans
1: until it was too late. <laughs> and I had seven pairs of them. I think part of the reason part <laughs> of the we'll reason a that <laughs> I think that part of the reason that I like high rise jeans so much is because I have hip tips. But I do too. And I still feel like I don't know. I just I don't know. I, there are
0: women I out know, there that look really me. good in high rise jeans. Mm-hmm. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> And it sucks because I've complained about it before too. Is that I have really wide hips, but I have a really small waist, mm-hmm. and so high-rise jeans they they can look great on me if yeah. if they are if if they are like the ones that I do have from Cavenders. I don't hate those, mm-hmm. but I feel like because of the way that they are that I can't eat with them on because then suddenly it just, they hurt right because they're just pushing on my lower stomach. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I feel like also if I wore low rise jeans, I would have a lot more fun of a time being on my period mm. because it wouldn't be just absolutely crushing right. my lower belly. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I obviously I have very strong opinions about <laughs> jeans, <laughs> but anyways, so how do you feel about fashion? Cause that's what this started uh, as. Well. What uh, even
1: was the unpopular opinion? <laughs> um, uh, that everything is just kind of thrown together and nothing. Ah, the crazy bold looks and good. outlandish
0: is not fashionable. Got it.
1: I can agree and disagree with him. I can agree on the side of like if you look back at the early two thousands mm-hmm. and that's what you imagine when you think of that, you're absolutely correct. That's not fashionable. But like the like you said, that got ga- the punk and the goth and the pastel goth and all those kinds of outfits are thrown together and outlandish but in the right kind of way so I don't know it's it's really like I need I feel like I need examples of exactly what you're talking about to decide whether or not I agree with you because you could be saying outlandish outfits in thinking of like early 2000s or you could be saying outlandish outfits in thinking of like the bold goth outfits Mm -hmm things like that and then the uh the (laughs) might be boring (laughs) I I went somewhere else for a second I got lost the that you think that your style uh, taste and style might be boring I don't know I like you know very clean outfits sometimes I feel like that's a style yeah so it's 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 nice every once in every once in a while it's not very often honestly that i would be super into like just a very nice clean outfit like a suit (laughs) (laughs) no i've talked about that before too about how
0: i'm kind of upset that we don't uh, like there's so much amazingness about fashion over Mm -hmm. the last you know I'd say 300 years yeah the amount of things that changed the amount of things that people used to wear I'm like I love the idea uh, mostly in the winter when I'm all homey and want to have a homestead and everything and then it disappears as soon as it gets (laughs) hot but in the winter I'm like you know what why don't we dress like how we used to in the 1800s. Like, I want to wear, a, like, three layers of skirts and stockings underneath because it's cold outside. Yeah. Like, I want to have frilly shirts and have a, a corset on. Like, why can't I do that? It's like, I, I can. It's just, I it, will get looks. <laughs> but yeah. I don't care. I love it. So that's part of the reason why I want to go to a Renaissance Fair so bad. So that I can live out those dreams. Ugh. And they happen in the fall. And all I have to do is hope and pray that we get cool enough temperatures by that time so that I can layer up and make it look all cute. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll be sad because then I'll just be hot the whole day, <laughs> but anyways, so yeah i I don't know it's definitely i feel like it's it's still an unpopular opinion because obviously style is extremely subjective, yeah, but um definitely not as unpopular as as a lot of these opinions are so we'll mm-hmm. we'll start we'll we'll end with one more, not start <laughs> end with one more, okay, because this one ooh, you'll see. <laughs> I'm unimpressed with your quote-unquote grind culture mentality. You work 100 hours a week. You you only sleep four hours per night. You never see your family. Oh, but you make lots of money? Cool. I don't care. This is not a commentary on those that have no other choice but to work, but those, uh, th- those kinds of hours to sustain their families. In fact, I commend you. It's the people that have a choice and choose the grind lifestyle. You do you, but I'm not impressed by it. So, first of all, you... you I'm who's trying to impress you. That's th- that's <laughs> yeah. the only thing that I don't understand there are definitely people out there that go yeah no I do all these things all the time yeah you should look at look at all the cars I have you suck because you mm-hmm. don't do this you're you're only great I mean Andrew Tate is the perfect fucking example of that yeah. the people that sit up there on their high horse going and making all the money by telling you about how you're stupid for not doing all of the things but then telling you that they do all those things and that's why they make the money not because you're watching them tell you how to do all those things and right. make money like I get it that gets really old really fast mm-hmm. but I also can appreciate it because I find inspiration in a lot of things like I can listen to motivation mm-hmm speeches and go, you know what? I am going to go get this thing done. Or when I really don't want to do something and I'll put it on instead of music and I'll get my things done. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. Does it mean that I'm going around grinding the entire time and I'm always up at, you know, up at 530 every morning, getting up, making, you know, going for a run then coming back and lifting weights and then taking my shower. And then I'm straight to work. I'm at the computer. I'm doing this. No, I can't do that. I can do that for like two days in a row. Then I'm gonna go, Oh my God, I'm tired. Can I sleep? (laughs) Because I just, I don't yeah. do it, but I like listening to those things because it helps my motivation to hear somebody tell me that, Hey, the only reason, the only way you're going to get it done is by just doing it, do mm-hmm. it, get up, get that stuff done, do all the things you need to get done. Cause you're going to feel great by the end of it. And you may have days that you don't like, I like listening to that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think that these people are trying to brag all the time. Like they, again, there are a few of them out there that mm-hmm. do definitely not anywhere near all of them. Yeah. So I, I, so that's that's the first thing I wanted to address on that. S- second thing I wanted to address on that is, I, I just I don't know anybody that that does that. Like Joey, Joey can sit down and get a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. And sure, I guess by by the definition, it could be called the grind culture. Yeah. Because he can sit at the computer all day and get his stuff done and we'll just bring him food and he'll he'll sit here and he'll do all his things. He'll take breaks when something's rendering and then he'll come right back and keep going. Yeah. And he'll get up at three in the morning because he can't sleep and he'll work then because he can't sleep until he's tired again. But like but, uh, he, uh, he doesn't do that because he wants to. Like he does it because he kind of yeah. has to. So it's just... <sighs> I just don't know anybody that's like that. And so I think that it's unrealistic because I feel like anytime I see something, somebody hate grind mentality is that they're only seeing the social media of it. Like there's no, I don't know a single person in my life that has that mentality and like feels like they need to push that onto other people and brag about it. It sounds more and more as you read the comments like OP is personally offended <laughs> mm. by not being rich <laughs> because hmm. somebody said this is like a top three reddit opinion and o p responded commenting not an unpopular opinion in the subreddit is like top three comments and they <laughs> and then somebody else said with by with the username poopy underscore mcbutt sixty nine classic you know real real classic reddit name right yeah They it said it's true though this isn't unpopular nothing personal and then op responded and said well if pooping 69 says it's not popular who am i to argue it's like why are you offended and then they said you're deflecting well it's unpopular about this opinion really the grind is not is very much idolized especially on many social media platforms not so much reddit like cool so you answered my question because you see those videos so what are you sitting around watching andrew tate
1: and getting mad that andrew tate gets bitches (laughs) and has nice cars why are you mad you came here posted something on the unpopular opinion because you thought it was an unpopular opinion but now you're mad that people are saying it's an unpopular opinion
0: (laughs) yeah you're getting
1: mad right now that people are agreeing with you right like am i understanding this right you you posted an opinion and now you're upset because people are agreeing with you
0: the the this it keeps going by the oh way gosh. He, he argues with like everybody in oh the comments he's so offended um so he says that and then the person responds saying true or false the average person subscribes to and is enamored by the grind lifestyle and then they responded, Opie responded with true or false. Would I write a post describing what I believe to be an unpopular opinion if I didn't think it was true? <laughs> and they, they said, and I responded saying that I don't think it's unpopular to say that grind culture is cringe. And then the Opie responded, you seem like somebody, someone that likes to try and debate using their opinions
1: as if they were facts. I, <laughs> because you're not doing that exact same thing right, right now.
0: I just, yeah, I, OP, I hope that you find peace. <laughs> yeah, he, he's because got some personal some beef. Else, yeah, there's you have personal beef with somebody that, like, is the rise and grind yeah. person. Because I feel like so, they personally hurt you, offended you, hurt your feelings, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sorry that you went through whatever you went through. That get grind better. culture makes you so mad. <laughs> yeah, get get better do better. Come on. The Nike slogan is just do it. Not just try it. <laughs> Anyways, with that, that's going we're going to end this episode here. Hope you enjoyed it. There are a lot more tangents in that than usually, but Yeah. I mean, hey, we're we're having fun. The fact that Joey is possibly coming home is keeping me pretty light and happy because again, mm-hmm. I just <laughs> I just want, I want you guys to have videos. I'm literally so excited to start getting videos up. And then the world was just kind of like, <laughs> Nope. So yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely check our link tree. If you would like to see all of our other social medias and follow us there, subscribe to us on YouTube, because you will definitely want to see when the videos do go up. It's <laughs> still just stupid podcast on everything. We still have videos up right now. So if you haven't seen them, check them out. There is one really funny clip that uh, Lily had animated about our, our, parrot congo so yeah Mm -hmm. definitely tune in for that to check out all of our social medias and be sure to visit our website it's just stupidpodcast on everything.com things are being updated on there we are doing our best to catch up to what we have but we are still again posting every single day (laughs) so it's kind of hard to catch up doing but we're 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 doing our best (laughs) so with that thank you for joining us today and peace out with your peace out bye
1: how oh, lordy. <laughs>